Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influencer marketing company for fashion, home, and beauty brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age and, of course, all things influence marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oudmark, and in this week's episode, we have Sabrina Boos, Marketing Director at Sephora for the German, Swiss and Nordic region. We'll be talking about how Sephora has long been a digital marketing pioneer and how they stand out from the crowd in the beauty space. We also discuss why influence marketing has become a central piece of their marketing strategy, how they measure the full effects of the channel, and how Sephora works with influencers today, together with Cure Media as their influence marketing partner. Hi, Sabrina, and big welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. So before we jump into the questions, I would love to hear a bit more about who you are and what's your role at Sephora. For sure. So yes, I'm Sabrina. I joined Sephora two years ago, being the digital and marketing director for Sephora Scandinavia. We recently went through uh, a reorganization, as you are well aware of, uh, at Cure. So we merged with Germany and Switzerland as well. So now I oversee marketing within the full hub, which we call the dense hub. So Germany, Switzerland and Scandinavia. Uh, and I have, you know, long history within FMCG, beauty, retailer, e-commerce and marketing in general. Yeah. I know you and the team at Sephora, you are great at keeping there to the ground, being relevant to your audience, both when it comes to the products that you have, but also, uh, and this is um, what is really challenging today and what many brands struggle with uh, when it comes to creating content that your audience can really relate to and that they actually want to engage with. So what would you say is your best tips and tricks when it comes to staying up to date on your audience demands and how their customer journey evolves? Well, first of all, you're right. It's it's not easy at all. And, you know, trends changes all the time and you have to stay relevant. But I would say for us, it's, it's actually quite simple. So basically, you need to listen to your audience. You need to pay attention to their interests, their behavior, their needs, You basically have to step into their shoes of your audience, uh, loyal customers, potential new customers, uh, and basically learn how they act, react, and what they find is interesting and, and entertaining, I would say. Um, and then you, of course, have to, to respond according to their behavior and demands. Um, but, well, join the communities that you try to reach and try to affect and show your audience that you're there. So that, yeah, that would be my advice. Yeah, I think that's a really good advice because I I don't think all brands realize that you need to spend time on the platforms yourself. Just, you know, spend hours scrolling to see what trends are viral right now and what people are talking about. For sure. So uh, join the wolves that you're howling with, right? <laughs> exactly. I would say Sephora has been... <sighs> 
a digital marketing pioneer and you stand out from the crowd in the beauty space, for example, when it comes to how you work with influence marketing. So why would you say this is a central piece of your marketing strategy and how do you work with influencers today? Mm. So first of all, influencer marketing is very different, in my opinion, from other ways of promoting your brand, your products and so on. Personally, I find it very unpredictable, which can be a weakness as well as a strength, because sometimes strategies and campaigns are simply not working the way you thought it would. And sometimes the other way around, a piece of content goes viral, which is, I guess, always what you hope for, but definitely not something you can be guaranteed. So what we do to secure uh, that influencer marketing is a continuous important traffic driver and awareness channel is to be very explicit in terms of match between influencer profiles, brand and storytelling and so on. So we make sure that needs, target audience, product, messages, USPs, etc. are clearly defined and communicated before each campaign. And also authenticity is very important for us. Uh, The profiles we select for our campaigns must love Sephora, our brands, and be capable of translating our DNA into their own way of communicating in a way that we recognize and that that we approve. And once the pre-work is done properly, we see a very positive uplift most of the time. Uh, it's an important part of our 360 channel mix. And we definitely see this as an important strategy, reaching new and potential clients. Yeah. And as you say, I guess it's a bit unpredictable when it's about human being. We're not always rational, but that's also something, I mean, it has become more and more tricky to work with influencer marketing. So you need to have a more sophisticated approach compared to when it was new, then it was much easier to succeed. Yes. And there are so many profiles now and they're so different. Their audience respond differently and their audience also have, you know, different expectations, different needs and so on. So it all comes down to your network, the the relationship with the profiles, the influencers, you really have to treat them as your partners uh, within your whole channel mix, I would say. Yeah. And and the consumers can feel when it's not real and when it's not an authentic relationship. That's what's what I meant with authenticity, which is mm. super key for us. It's, it, 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 it's very obvious uh, when the match is not right or if the profile is not the right fit for your brand or the product. And it, it can be that a certain profile is the right match for one campaign and not the right match for another campaign. So it, it varies, I would say. For sure. Yeah. So we work together, Cure Media mm-hmm. and Sephora with Influence Marketing, which is super fun. And that's something we're really proud of. So how come you chose Cure Media as your Influence Marketing partner? Well, first of all, influencer marketing comes with heavy workload that you have to recognize. It's, yeah, it's If right. this is implemented as part of your strategy, it's a lot back and forth with selecting the right profiles, briefing phase, negotiating, so on. Yeah. And secondly, it, it requires a large network and that you know the different influencers and can tell them from one another. Again, the right match between brand and profile is key. And last but not least, Reporting, monitoring the KPIs is crucial to constantly optimize your strategy. And I believe all three aspects are something Cure Media are experts in. And it was a 
game changer when we started working with you guys last year during our 10 years anniversary. Uh, it was a great success and the results were amazing and we felt super comfortable working with you. The level of trust and understanding was was quite significant, I would say. That's so fun to hear. And likewise, <laughs> the thing you said about influence marketing taking more time than you think, I think it's like we, we used to explain it as the tip of the iceberg, like the influencer post is just a yeah. small, small fraction of everything that is behind the surface. True, very true. I'm curious to hear about the Sephora squad and what this is all about. Sure. Well, this is something we are super proud of, uh, as we believe one of our main forces would be our talented beauty advisors and the level of service and expertise that they offer, offer our clients. So last year, we started our beauty squad team with around eight or nine beauty advisors from all over Scandinavia. And they're producing content for our social media channels, newsletters, and so on. And basically, they talk about beauty in general, brands, newness, trends, tips and tricks. And there's always a certain level of guidance and advice included in their communications. And the response and engagement are very good. And we are constantly improving and, and fine-tuning and and engaging new profiles, again, new beauty advisors. Uh, yeah. That's great. I love how you combine inspiring content with more educational content, uh, because I think that's really important today. There's so yeah. many products, there's so many ingredients. It's super hard to know what your skin needs and what you need. So when it comes to measuring the effect of your influence marketing, uh, do you see any clear correlations and synergies with your other channels? You mentioned your 360 approach, for example, increased direct traffic in connection to when an influencer posts or yeah. Do you see any spillover effects and how do you measure this? Yeah. So we are very clear about objectives and we recognize that traffic uh, conversion and leads are not always main focus. We have a lot of branding campaigns as well, where the objectives are more related to awareness uh, and reach, but everything we do is measured and tracked. So when we do run campaigns there, um, more driven by, I would say, hardcore KPIs. We do look at the result from a holistic point of view. And sometimes the influencer campaign is more a supportive channel to a more tactical 360 campaign. And here we can clearly measure synergies between channels and also more significant impact from external and organic traffic channels as well. And we are always uh, looking for potential overlap where we have an opportunity to focus on retargeting instead of reaching more broadly. Hmm. I think this is where many brands listening can learn a lot from this holistic way of measuring, because I think a challenge out there is that marketers tend to look at the channels in silos. So measuring influence marketing per se, and then looking at the performance channels. And that's not possible today because all channels interact and it's called media mix for a reason. It's a mix of results and interactions and synergies. 100%. And I also see a change and a shift in terms of how uh, companies are structured because before, or at least 
where I come from, influencer marketing in the beginning was more like, okay, we, we, we might try this. We let's ask PR if they can do something. Let's ask, you know, marketing and they can find something. But now it's a, you know, it's a function. It's a department and something you really have to invest in and also make sure that you practice smart spending in that sense. So basically it's, it's a whole new channel mix itself. For sure. That's so true. I agree. Finally, when, uh, when I read about your Sephora squad, you say that help us change the way we, the world sees beauty. And I know you as Sephora focus on diversity and inclusion in your content. So what do you do concretely to make sure your marketing and content is inclusive and diverse? Yeah. So the purpose of the Sephora squad team has always been more community-based, uh, more than it was sales-driven. So for Sephora, beauty is a feeling, and we would like to share with our entire community, and everyone should feel welcome in our store, also in our web shop, in our own channels, and in our community in general. And of course, it's challenging because everything we can do in some way uh, will always be pursued as commercial. But we really do recognize that we have a responsibility being a global beauty player, talking to so many young clients every day. And we need to be a role model and we will be front runners being diverse and inclusive and we need to lead by example. So this is reflected in the people you will meet entering one of our stores when you receive a newsletter from us, but also among the partners we select, including influencers. Yeah, I think it's um, something that our generations care a lot for uh, more and more. And it's really important for all brands to work with. And um, in a previous episode, we talked to a company that has a product that is all about diversity. It's a plaster for different skin tones. And she said that they've seen that diversity is today where sustainability was 10 years ago. So in the future, diversity will be as like taking for granted, just like companies work with sustainability. True. And you have to be careful. Like it, It's like greenwashing. It's the same here. Yeah. You need to, you need to live, uh, practice what you preach and, and lead by example and really be true to what you communicate and how you act and react. Definitely. It's, it's um, super important. As, as we said, consumers see it through when it's not for real also when it comes to these types of questions. 100%. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for guesting the podcast. It was really interesting to talk to you. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Influence Marketing Talks. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, what's up on the consumer marketing scene, and of course, all things social media and influence marketing, make sure you follow us on our social platforms, which you'll find at Cure Media.